greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're tuning in to this podcast and a very happy Easter to you all. Do please leave a comment or a like. It's always good to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details of how to do so in the accompanying text. And now, may the light and peace of Christ be with you all as our worship begins. Jesus said, The glory which thou hast given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one.
The Lord be with you. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Please be seated. It is a great delight to welcome you to St. Bride's to our choral Eucharist on this, the seventh Sunday of Easter, which is also the Sunday after Ascension Day. Wherever you are in the world right now, and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you're very much part of the St. Bride's family. We begin now with our opening prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. What God has prepared for those who love him, he has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything. Therefore, let us in penitence open our hearts to the Lord, who has prepared good things for those who love him. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternally, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We stand for the glory.
O God, the King of glory, you have exalted your only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph to your kingdom in heaven. We beseech you, leave us not comfortless, but send your Holy Spirit to strengthen us and exalt us to the place where our Saviour Christ is gone before, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. For I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your uncleannesses and from all your idols I will cleanse you. A new heart I will give you and a new spirit I will put within you and I will take out of your flesh the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to observe my ordinances. You shall dwell in the land which I gave to your fathers, and you shall be my people, and I will be your God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
a reading from the Acts of the Apostles. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by soothsaying. She followed Paul and us, crying, These men are servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul was annoyed, and turned and said to the Spirit, I charge you, in the name of Jesus Christ, to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews and they're disturbing our city. They advocate customs which is not lawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. <clears throat> but about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's fetters were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Men, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. And he was baptized at once with all his family. Then he brought them up into his house and set food before them. And he rejoiced with all his household that he had believed in God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus looked up to heaven and said, I do not pray for these only, but also for those who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, even as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. The glory which thou hast given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one, I in them and thou in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them even as thou hast loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom thou hast given me, may be with me where I am, to behold my glory, which thou hast given me in thy love for me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known thee, but I have known thee, and these know that thou hast sent me. I made known to them thy name, and I will make it known, that the love with which thou hast loved me may be in them, and I in them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's Gospel reading is the last from a section of John that we've heard in recent weeks in which Jesus directly addresses the disciples. Whilst there's no account of the Last Supper in John's Gospel, this passage is nevertheless associated with it, and the reflective tone and content give it a very particular resonance at that time. It's always powerful to celebrate the Eucharist on the anniversary of its instigation, but there are other liturgical highlights that linger in the memory for anyone who experiences them on Monday Thursday. The service on that night ends with the stripping of the altars, an act that reflects Christ's abandonment and the humiliation that is to come. The church's liturgy includes provision for what is known as the watch immediately following the stripping of the altars, where sections of this passage from John are read interspersed with psalms. I've always found it to be very powerful whenever it's observed. It ends with the reading we have heard again this morning sometimes referred to as the High Priestly Prayer. In it, Jesus offers petitions to the Father. It includes some curious phrasing. There's lots on the theme of unity. Jesus prays that they may all be one, even as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be in us and elsewhere, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them and thou in me, that they may become perfectly one. In light of those statements, we cannot help but be struck by the church's disunity. It's an uncomfortable reminder of how far we fall short of Christ's purposes. It's more comfortable to go our separate ways, but I always feel challenged by these words to recognise the importance of seeking reconciliation with others with whom we disagree. Beyond how we understand our relationships with other Christians, though, these passages have implications 
for how we make sense of our relationship with God and indeed how we understand ourselves. Because what Jesus' words make clear here is that his incarnation has eternal and cosmological significance. The implications of his life, death and resurrection were not specific to first century Palestine or even to the spread of the gospel and the Church of Christ around the world across two millennia. No, as the letter to the Colossians puts it, he is everything and he is in everything, including each of us, including you. The consequences of this for our understanding of prayer are profound. It's appropriate that we reflect on this at this time, these last 10 days of the Easter season between the Ascension and Pentecost are a particular period for prayer as we remember the disciples awaiting the gift of the Spirit. I have found the writings of John Maine, a Benedictine monk at Ealing Abbey, was the instigator of the Christian meditation movement to be very helpful. And indeed, silent prayer was hugely significant in my own journey of faith. Having drifted away, it was in silence that I was blessed with the realisation and consolation that I belonged to Christ. In his discussion of prayer, John Main employs some liturgical metaphors. Now I realise these are not the most accessible for those who are new to church. Clearly, if you haven't experienced the services to which he refers, it's difficult to appreciate his point. I hope, though, that what will at least be evident is that our worship has a significance beyond what might immediately be apparent, pointing us beyond to the eternal and to the divine. Reflecting on the Easter fire that is lit at the beginning of the Easter vigil in the hours before dawn on Easter day, John Main notes that the blessing of fire connects us with our prehistoric past. In the kindling of the paschal candle from that fire, Christ's resurrection is mysteriously brought present. What is our response, he asks? Our tendency, he recognises, is to observe. But he suggests if we are humble enough in proximity to this light of Christ, we may be one with it. If we can allow our being to resonate finely with the mystery, then we ourselves are changed and we enter quite another and more creative mode of being. Perhaps these words make little sense to you. If so, that's understandable, of course. But John Maine isn't suggesting that we become one with a candle. Rather, that we recognise the presence of Christ to which it points. A presence that is immediate during that service of the Easter Vigil, but also here and now, and is everywhere and eternal. The High Priestly Prayer is a mysterious and mystical passage of Scripture. As we've noted, it is a prayer of petition on the disciples and indeed on our behalf. In it, we get something of a God's eye view, if you like. It is perhaps beyond our understanding but not necessarily beyond our experience. The Christian meditation method 
is an invitation to enter that mystery. It's a very simple method of sitting in silent meditation and returning to a mantra to dampen distraction, a word or a phrase such as Maranatha from the Aramaic meaning come Lord Jesus. It's ultimately a means to help us recognize that we are in Christ's eternal presence and he is in us. And what comforts and promptings we might find there. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father of the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten and not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, there are so many people deserving of our thoughts and prayers today especially the nearly 27 million refugees in the world, including the Ukrainians, the Eritreans, the people of the Central African Republic, the people of the Somalia, the Sudanese, and the Congolese. Please help them, dear Lord, to find the strength they need to discover new pathways. We pray for the people of Northern Ireland in Ireland. May they work and live together in harmony. May their lives and those of their heirs not be pawns on a chessboard. And peace, warmth and friendship reign in their lands, now and forevermore. We pray for the people of Palestine in Israel that they may reconcile their differences once and for all, such that the present becomes the past. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all those working in the media who risk their lives braving the horrors of conflict to bring us news of life on the ground. We pray for the soul of Shireen Ackley, who was killed in the West Bank not long ago. We pray for all those adults and children who are vulnerable, feeling as if they are misunderstood, ashamed to cry out for help. We pray, we pray for carers whose courage and sense of self-sacrifice give strength to those upon whom they bestow their devotion, nurture, without complaint. We pray for all those who feel worthless, hoping that their faith in you 
will help them to find the confidence to love themselves and those around them, help them to realise that they can, they can. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we pray that all those celebrating the Jubilee will feel a glowing sense of camaraderie, that the sour trivialities of the everyday will fade into oblivion, never to appear on the horizon. For life is short and can blow up in smoke so unexpectedly. We pray for all those who cannot share the joy because they lack the pounds, pence and means to experience the fellowship of the Jubilee. May we seek these lost souls and bring them to the table as you, dear Lord, would beckon us to do. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In our Christian community, we pray for our congregation and our visitors online. We pray for Alison and Jeff. We pray for our Sundays Club children, their leaders, our choir, the newcomers to our choir, our organist, our director of music, our vergers, our staff. May all those around the world in need of solace from our Lord take comfort in these words by the poet Sheena Pugh. The sun will sometimes melt a field of sorrow that seemed hard frozen. May it happen for you. Merciful Father, accept, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Will you please stand? God has made us one in Christ. He has set his seal upon us and, as a pledge of what is to come, has given the Spirit to dwell in our hearts. Alleluia. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy, at all times and in all places, to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now we give you thanks, that after he had ascended far above all heavens and was seated at the right hand of your Majesty, he sent forth upon the universal church your holy and life-giving spirit, that through his glorious power the joy of the everlasting gospel might go forth in all the world. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing.
Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood who, in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this, our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us.
Let us pray. Eternal God, giver of love and power, your Son, Jesus Christ, has sent us into all the world to preach the gospel of his kingdom. Confirm us in this mission and help us to live the good news we proclaim through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. The Spirit of Truth lead you into all truth, give you grace to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and strengthen you to proclaim the word and works of God, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit rest upon you and remain with you now and always. Amen. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Christ.